What's up guys? Welcome to Run It Back with Blair Bomber. I'm Blair Bomber and it is a beautiful Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. It's Tuesday the 22nd. You know what? You'd think I'd have this just right in front of me. Yeah, 22nd. Fuck yeah. I was right. I was right. Guys, shut up. And the podcast is late. It's supposed to go out on Monday. If you don't know, the podcast usually goes out on Monday, sometimes Tuesday, occasionally Wednesday, but for sure on Thursday and Friday and never on Saturday, unless I'm feeling wild uh, on a light, late, on a light, on a late Friday night. The glasses are still here. I'm still rolling with the glasses, still ripping and rolling, ripping, rolling, dipping, ducking, dipping, digging and ditching and, and I don't know. Energy levels low this morning. The caffeine wasn't hitting as good. I went a little bit lighter on this brew, this aminos, and I, and I kind of slept funky last night. You guys ever have that where you ever just sit around and wait till it's the proper time to go to sleep? It's about, I don't know, eight o'clock and you're tired and you know you're, you're, you can't sleep yet, but you know you should be going to sleep very soon. That is exactly what I was dealing with. It's just, it, I'm sitting there and now I'm just on my phone, unnecessarily on my phone. I'm on TikTok. God, I got to get a fucking TikTok. The only thing about TikTok that is good is is women do put their age in their bio, which is an absolute deal breaker. Because when you see a girl and you're like, that girl's got to be 27, and then she's 17, then you got to leave. Got to get out of there. Got to get out of there immediately. Got to run away. Because it's deceiving. It You're not going to catch me. Okay? You're not going to get me caught up in there. I'm not going to be in anybody's DMs on TikTok. I'm not going to be like, oh, this is a good dance. Do you like... Getting coffee with someone who's 30 and like mustaches and, you know, you want me to kind of guy that changed your oil. Those aren't things that I I will ever entertain. When it's, because when you're, there's nothing worse. It's, and that's an exaggeration. There are many things worse. Like if, you know, if all of your whole family died uh, in a plane crash, obviously worse. But this is still not good. If you're the oldest guy in the bar, and I don't mean like a bar like a dive where there are people that are in their 80s and people that are 22. That's the beautiful thing about a dive bar, shout out Ale House, is there's not really going to be any shame thrown either direction. You can be rubbing elbows with someone who is a Vietnam vet or trying to suck face of a girl who is 22 and said she wants to maybe throat your cock. A little bit of both there, okay? But when you go into like a club... And there's, it's a college bar. And so you look around and you're like, can these kids drive? And they look at you the same way they look at their dad. And they're like, okay, old guy, time for you to go. It's like, I'm 29. It's like, yeah, you should have left five years ago. You never want to get to that point in your life. Now, there are exceptions. Sometimes we want to go out and just party at a club, and do drugs, and you know, I don't think that we should be shamed or looked down upon, but it, it you have to be okay with that thing going full circle, where you look around and you're like, fuck, I'm the oldest guy here, has that happened to me in a while, no, did it happen to some friends of mine, yes, shout out to Laura, uh, did I did my friends, uh, I don't even, I mean, yeah, we're friends, I guess we're friends now. Have you ever done a podcast with somebody who you weren't friends with going in, but then after the podcast is over, you're kind of like, I think we're friends now. 
because there's a record of us having a really good time. My friend, ex, you know what? I'll call her my ex. My ex middle school seventh grade girlfriend, Leila Halpert. Halbert? Halpert. Is it a B or a P? I should know this. I should know. I, yeah. I think you can say, I think it's, I think it's not, it's not Halpert because that's Jim from the office's last name. Halbert is the last name of my ex-girlfriend from middle school. We really, we, we, we could have worked. We could have made it happen. But she's a podcast, uh, Bleached and Blonded. Is that what it is? Bleached and Blonded? It's Bleach and something. I don't know. It's a podcast that's going to have, let's say, a different audience than mine. <laughs> it might be by women for women, which if you have a good thing going and your hook is, come on, ladies, let's bring it in here. Let's do this together. You know what the mistake would be in that podcast? Would be bringing in me. Because I'm going to either make, I'm going to shoot you and I'm going to shoot you out of any relationship you think might be going well. That's what I do. Okay. I'm the hibachi of ruining your day or making it a little bit better, but not enough to where you want me back for dinner again. I went on there. We're just bullshitting. And uh, Layla's great. Not a comic. She's just. She's just a young entrepreneur. She's, I mean, what do you, what do you say? I mean, anybody can have podcasts now. I'm not someone who sits there and believes that only people that are comedians should have podcasts because that's fucking, that's some dumb shit. A lot of people can have podcasts. A lot of people do have podcasts. And I think it's fun to go on those podcasts and then just kind of try and tank it by being me. (laughs) Uh, I am going to try. It was a fun, it was a long podcast. I think we recorded for like an hour 45. And I'm gonna try and get the audio from her, and then I'll do, and then I'll just we'll do like a, like a swap cast where she'll put when she posts it on hers, then all the next week I'll go back and I'll post it onto mine, and uh, and yeah, and I think, that, I think that'd be a cool, cool thing. You can kind of just see me interacting with somebody else, and I, I think I, I don't think I, for sure murdered, just really just like the end of Rambo Four. When he's in Burma, and it, he's just killing everybody with his bare hands. He's in his sixties. He's too old to be killing people. But then at the end, he's like, "I don't think I killed triple digits yet. Let's do all that right now." Then he hops on a turret in the back of a pickup truck, and he's like, "It's like they're not that. There's not even that many people in Burma, and he killed he killed half the population of Burma in that movie." I'm pretty. I'm really pretty. I'm I'm pretty. I'm really. I am. I'm pretty. And I'm really, really cute in the morning. If you guys can't tell, I'm just a cute, cute piece of ass. <sighs> don't, don't, I, I feel, Josh, I feel you, I feel, I feel your eyes, dude. I can just feel it. And I'm going to push through into the next episode. Next episode? Fuck! The next part of the episode. It's, uh, it's time, guys. I'm... Let's shift gears. Let's shift. Uh, anyway, shout out Layla. Shout out Bleached and Blonde. Did Blonde? Bleached and Blonde. Look up Layla Blonded. And just type in the keywords on Spotify, YouTube, whatever. And you'll find it. You'll find it. It's a good podcast. Um, if you like this podcast, I don't know if you'll be into that podcast. Because this podcast, um, well, that podcast is about like, fucking women and empowering and like just we're just gonna do this fucking anybody come on moms let's go and my podcast is just me talking about dicks hey Blair what's your podcast about do you like dicks 
I don't not like dicks. Oh, well, then you're going to love this podcast. Are you going to talk about your dick? Ooh, almost exclusively. <laughs> almost to the point where you're going to be sick of it. <laughs> now, Blair, should you be laughing at your own jokes? Probably. Probably. Because there's no one else fucking here. Anyway, let's shift gears. Your boy's getting ready to make the trek. Making the trek back down south to LA. I'm going to do the, the the nice thing where I, I crash with my boy Josh. And then I'll, you know, crash with the homie Josh. And then seven and a half hours in the car, riding California. Dude, I'm getting an Airbnb at this, this place in Redding, California. And here's my thing about Airbnbs. I wish it was just like a house I could have myself. That's what I want. I don't have the money for that. I mean, if I had the money, I would just rent a fucking house out for a night and then just do a bunch of blow and then go on to the next city. I don't have that kind of money. I have, I have, I have enough money. I have enough money to uh, buy energy drinks every other day. Don't fucking camera, you slut. Don't you do it out of focus, you fucking stupid whore. The camera pisses me off. Pisses me off, camera. I tell you 19 times, you gotta stay locked in. You guys get it. Uh, Okay, back to my thing about Airbnbs. Airbnbs, I don't want to have to share a house. I don't want to share. I'm not sharing a room, obviously. But even sharing a bathroom, it's like I want to be able to get in there, take a shit, maybe jerk off in the shower, and not have to worry about someone being like, are you done in there yet? Like, are you okay? Do you need anything? It's like, I need you to leave me alone for the rest of both of our lives. Please take a step back, find the nearest, I don't know, let's say the nearest thing you would use to wash the sink and shove that in our, in our, in our, in all of your holes, please. Lord, was that a stutter? No, no, no. It was more of a seizure than it was a stutter. But tell me if I'm weird. Do you, I don't know if you guys have ever stayed in an Airbnb solo, but there is a thing that happens where you do think that people that are running the Airbnb are in cahoots with the other person staying in the other bedroom and they're all trying to kill you. Which I, I get that's kind of how women feel going to the grocery store. But whenever I go to an Airbnb place, I look at the people who host it and I think to myself, can I kill them? With little to no sharp tools, no blunt objects, just with the old fucking meat batters. Meat batters? The old fucking dick beaters. There we go. The old dick beaters. I want to know if I can kill them or not. Because I think if it comes to that, I got to sleep with one eye open. And then they can come inside. I'm like, fucking, if you better cross this line, you better be ready to kill me. Shut up and he's a del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it man i mean there's just nothing else you can okay i don't you don't have to do it but i think when i think we're supposed to create these scenarios in our head because if you walk around and you're too comfortable that's when you get got your head's got to be on a swivel constantly and if you're in enemy territory you better believe that shit could go down at any point it's not your backyard it's not your hood dude 
It's not the Lin, it's not the Lin Hood, the Stan Hood, Spoke Compton, Spokanistan. It's none it's Shy, none of the Chirac. You don't know anybody. You don't know anybody anywhere. Heads on a swivel and keep a knife kind of like tucked in your sleeve. And then you can just go swing, 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 swing. I think I'm being a little irrational though, honestly. Because who wants to kill me? That's what we always get caught up in is we always think that people want to kill us just because we are us. Isn't that sad? That we think that we're so important that someone will want to risk everything they've ever done to kill us? It's like when people put fucking stickers over the cameras on their laptop and their phone. I don't want anybody to watch me. You don't do anything interesting. Like, how wild is your life that you think the government, the CIA, wants to hack into your shitty MacBook 9 and be like, let's see what Samantha's up to tonight. You guys locked in? Yeah, yeah, we're up here. We're, shit. we're outside. We're waiting for her to fall asleep. It's coming. We got it. Moving in. <laughs> it's just... If the government wants to get shit on you, they already have it. Big Brother is real. Like, what world do you live in? What reality have you checked in and out of where you think you can beat the government in anything? I've said that. I know I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. You, you just don't matter. (laughs) I don't matter. You don't matter. The government doesn't want to fucking take your shitty one-room apartment. Okay, in Scottsdale. No one wants it. They don't care. No one cares if you fuck. No one cares if you're gay. People are going to have leverage. Are you running for office? Okay. President of the book club is not the same as being the president of anything. Now, if you run a sex trafficking ring, um, not for children, but for uh, consenting adults, and there are people in office that come there, and you were kind of getting dirt on them, like you're asking. Okay, now the government might try and, you know, put the squeeze on you. But for the most part, you're not that interesting. So stop sitting there and trying to be uber private. Because people that are like really private, it makes them come off. They think it makes them come off like they matter a little bit more. Like, you ever see the guys that put... Uh, when they get notifications, like text notifications on their phone, it just says new message. It doesn't say like the, the blur of what, what it is. Those guys are all cheating. Women, men, you're cheating. I don't care. You could be single. You're cheating on somebody. People put their phone face down. They're like, mm, let's put this face down. It's like, okay, dude, what are you hiding? And I guarantee you it's not that important to your life or the person you're trying to protect. It's it's just such a we're such fucking narcissist, and I'm a guy who's talking into a mic and a camera on Tuesday morning in his brother's living room. I am poster child, uh, ugh, gross of narcissism. That's just me. Player, you're kind of negative. Yeah, dude, because you know what's not fun is being positive all the time. You would never get with your friends and then just say nice things about people that you like. No one does that, ever. You've never once in your life got together, had a couple drinks, and then said, 
you know, Taylor is actually like the sweetest sweetie head ever. She is super duper sweet. Like, the su- I love her. I hope she does big things in her life. I hope she does. I hope all her hopes and dreams, I hope she achieves them. No, you don't do that shit. You get together and you go, hey, guys, Taylor's kind of a bitch, isn't she? Yeah, she's a big fat bitch. You get together and you talk shit. It's cathartic, right? You get together and you go, you guys hear about Taylor? No, what'd you hear? I heard that she's fucking the guy in HR. And he's married to her cousin. Oh, they're both sluts. They're both having a lot of fun. That's more fun. Okay, it's just, it's fun to shit on stuff. And I get, sometimes I go, I think my default might be to be negative because it's more enjoyable. I know I I troll, like that's just kind of a a part of who I am. And whenever something cool happens and then some, whenever, this is what happens. Something cool will happen and then immediately after something super corny will happen. And if the first thing is cool enough, we'll just ignore how corny and hacked that shit was, Right? Like, I'll give you an example of me being an asshole, but also a little corny, okay? Like, there, it was a, it was kind of, it made, it made sense why I felt this way. Anthony Davis hits that game winner over the Nuggets. Awesome shot. Three. Nailed it. Lakers up two. Oh. Why do I say it like that? Lakers up two. Oh. Lakers up two. Oh. Motherfucker. Ooh. 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 E-40. Lakers go up 2-0, and people are soaked about it. And then you see everyone's like, you see, you see said Kobe after he hit the shot? Well, I mean, in reality, he's supposed to shoot it, yell Kobe in the air. And then when it goes in, that makes that makes it true. My initial reaction is to go, that's corny as shit. But you know what, dude? I had to check myself. Because kind of a super dope moment. They're wearing the Mamba jerseys. Anthony Davis, it's his first game winner in the postseason. It's really his first postseason that mattered. His first Western Conference Finals. He's playing with LeBron. LeBron and him, LeBron and Kobe were very close. Kobe clearly not around anymore. R.I.P. Rip my guy Kobe. We were good friends. Talked a lot. You know. Had a good couple nights together. Really just opening up each other's souls. You know. Me and Kobe. Sure. That's what Twitter sounds like. It's everyone Twitter like, yeah, I met Kobe at a camp once and he changed my life. It's like, you know, you just took a picture of him and then just yelled his name a bunch. It's not the same thing as like having a conversation. I get it. It means something. I'm not trying to take away from you. Okay. I'm not taking away from you guys. I'm just saying like, you're, you're being, it's okay. Let's not, let's not go down that path. Let's not show people that love Kobe. I love Kobe. Big Kobe guy. Not a diehard Kobe fan. It's a tragedy would happen. I'm talking about me and what I need to work on, which is not being so fucking negative whenever something cool actually happens. Because sometimes cool shit happens and it's genuinely cool and meaningful and heartfelt. Anthony Davis hits that three. You see him, he runs off and he yells, fucking Kobe. And there's an awesome fucking moment. Lakers fans are stoked. Everybody's happy. I mean, not everybody. A lot of people hate the Lakers. Like people in Boston are like, fucking don't forget us. We're playing in Miami tonight. You know, I, I get it. It's, you know, it's a cool moment. And I immediately tried to shit on it, which I had to check myself. I didn't go on the podcast, didn't tweet anything, didn't say anything crazy. I came on here and I worked through it 
like a true adult sociopath. I figured it out. Actually, a sociopath would never have this conversation with themselves. They wouldn't be this introspective. They would just assume that they were the fucking victim in the situation. And then they're going to save the situation by talking about themselves on their own podcast. What I'm trying to say is, guys, fucking Kobe. <laughs> 21 minutes. Man, dude, okay. I'm just... <sighs> I'm excited, though, because tomorrow... Uh, this podcast is going to come out the same day, Tuesday, the 22nd. And then tomorrow, I'm doing a pod with uh, my guy Alex Dragovich, who's a comic out of Chicago. One of the funniest guys I know. Ex-college. Uh, he was a college guy. He didn't, like, not... <laughs> Hey, was he a college guy? Was he in a frat? No, he's a college basketball player. I played the other day. I played at Boston College. Nice guy. Huge cock. He's a really sweet, sweet hang. I think it'll be a fun guy to hang out with. I will probably ask him about his dick. You know. You gotta ask anybody over 6'8". You just assume two things. He played basketball and he's got some hang time. And not... If you know what I mean. Like He's, he's got, got, got a hanger going on. <laughs> Look, Okay. What was I thought? Oh yeah, going south. I'm going back to LA. I'm excited. I'm ready to go back. I've had a beautiful time in Linden. Dad, brother, everybody. Blair, stop talking in bullet points. Moving on. Went golfing yesterday, and dude, guys, you're, my swing is really coming together. Like I'm really striking the ball well. I'm hitting it straight. I'm hitting it far. I just really, I just feel good. I feel good about me. I feel good about what I'm going to be doing. As I continue down this path of righteousness, but I can see, look. I can see the addiction. I can see why people. It's like the only sport people are willing to openly be really bad at, and then not even like if you go to the YMCA and you're getting and you're getting shots up, and you you want to play a pickup game, but you can't dribble. It's not going to be fun for you. You're going to get asked to leave. And then you're going to get discouraged and you're never going to come back and you're going to go back to the IT job you have. Golf. You can literally be as bad as the guy who can't dribble in basketball and have the most fucking fun. It's an absolute blast striking a golf ball. Because you see what happens. You hit it shitty 20 times. You hit it good once and that holds you over for 400 more times. Now did I go out there and shoot one of the, the best rounds of my life. Yeah, I did. I shot really well. I shot like a 43 on a 34. That might not seem that awesome, but nine over par for a guy. And look, let's be real. Let's throw some mullies in there. A couple of gimme putts that are way too far away to be gimme putts. All right. So I'm not saying I'm the I'm I'm doing it 100% the right way, but like 97% the right way. And you're out there with the boys. You're cracking some brews, and you're just fucking. You're just hanging out, man. And it's it's competitive. It's just like something, something sweet about that swing just kind of makes you feel, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a flow state. You kind of have to get in and out of it pretty quick, but you want to stay locked in all while trying to catch a nice midday buzz. The problem that I run into is if I go and if I play too early in the day, not just not just golf and anything, if I, if I go and play something, and beers start being had, I have a hard time getting back into the like the workflow of things I'm supposed to do that day. Does that make sense? Like, you can't have recess right when you get to school. Otherwise, how are you going to settle down into class? That's, that's kind of where I'm at. 
because golfed a little bit yesterday, had a couple brews, went out to my dad's, got some work done, but I really just wanted to get in the pool and then go and drink some more. So I got in the pool, went to Bob's, uh, shout out the bartenders over there at Bob's, Bob's Burger and Brew. Great, great restaurant. I used to work there a couple years ago, five, six years ago, worked there for like four months. Those women were not nice to me. And there's a reason we don't talk anymore. When you're the only dude on staff and there's a bunch of chicks that don't like that you're the new guy and you're taking tables away from them, you get some side eyes, you get some glances, you get some stuff you're not really stoked about getting, which is, you know, just a lot of mean-spirited hoe bags. Blair, don't call them hoe bags. Well, that's what they were, dude. They were not very nice to me. And look, I, just be nice to people, okay? Like, I'm a dick to my friends, but that's how I show love and affection. If it's a stranger, I'm never going to be mean to a stranger. It's, hey, how are you? I'm Blair. If you need anything, just let me know. I can fucking put that face on all goddamn day long. Now, if I've seen your dick, Tom, Boyce, Terry, Big Jake, Josh, JC, Jake Balls, Matt Simmons, EO, Casey, Case Dog, Andre, Leon, Arthur, Dayon, um, Tracy, Daniel Simmons, Jace Buderak, Clay, not Aiken, Clay, the other Clay, Big Clay, Jay Dynas. Did I say booty? Yeah, I said booty. Ashton, Clark, Vernon Adams. Yeah. If I've seen your dick, dude, I'm gonna say, hey man. Fuck you. Just kidding. Give me a hug. That's how I'm going to do it. That's what I'm going to do. If I've seen your dick, that's what happens. Blair, you were looking at a lot of dicks. I was not looking at a lot of dicks. They're just, when you sit down, dicks are really at eye level. I'm a short guy. If I sit down in my locker, people are walking by, dicks walk into my line of sight. All right? If I'm just hanging out, minding my own business, getting coffee, getting a beer, sitting down, and a babe walks into my eye line with a sweet, sweet ass, you better believe it's not my fault if I go, oh, fuck it, that's awesome. That's not what I do with, with dicks. I don't go, that's awesome. I just go, that's awesome. <laughs> just, I mean, look, I'm nice to strangers. I'm mean to my friends. I don't know how you guys do it. Are we following, you know, I, I kind of like, now that the NFL's going, I kind of might add a little bit more of a sports wrinkle to it. Like, I'm going to start calling in with Big Jake. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do phone calls with Big Jake, and I'll see if I can get him on here. I think that'd be fun. I can probably just Zoom with him. If you would like to have, if you would like to see more of Big Jake on this podcast, raise your hand. Noted. Noted. How about you guys in the back? Yeah? People love Big Jake. I love Big Jake. Okay? The tits. Uh, talk some more sports. Dude, just a quick touch on sports. Blair, will you say sports some more? Sports. Blair, you got a hot voice. I know, dude. I know. A lot of guys went down. What a weird week in sports where second week of the NFL season and I don't know how many dudes out for the year. Cortland Sutton out for the year ACL. Saquon Barkley out for the year ACL. Nick Bosa out for the year ACL. Man, all these ACL guys, I mean, it's not a career ender. I mean, I did mine, bounce back. I mean, now my knee hurts every single day that I, you know, walk. But for like 10 years, no issues. And I was back running in five months. I was ready to go at six months. These guys, it sucks. 
But I think there is something to be said about the not hitting early on. Like they, you, if you haven't been going full go, dude, you're just you're not used to it. And whether you're tackling, whether you're you're trying to evade tackle, even just getting tripped up and landing, you you gotta get used to the way that you have to contort your body to avoid injury. Because if you're if you're not used to, if you haven't been in the arena of getting put on your ass, then your body is not going to be as in tune when you get hit going at full speed. You can't replicate a full a game. It's almost impossible. Even at practice, you're never going to go, we're going full out, everyone hit everybody, kill everybody, and fuck their wives. That's not how people have practices in the NFL. For the most part, it's pretty regulated to we're not going to really hit, but then no one hit. No preseason. The guys haven't played in over a year, and they come in, and you know, they're just making moves that are a little bit... You, you have to learn to fall. You know, you have to learn to fall because it will fall on the ground is always going to hurt a little bit. But you can fall a certain way and it prevents you from getting hurt. If you aren't used to that, that's when you start sprawling. You start putting your knees out in a weird way. You start making these opposite counter moves that can cause your knee to go, K-k-k, which is what happened to me. It was a stupid tackling drill and I made a cut. I'm trying to make another cut longer and my ACL just went, bye-bye. You know, that... I'm not saying that there's an excuse for why these guys, but I think there is something to be said about no preseason, no hitting, no speed, and then two weeks in, half the league's top players are out indefinitely or for the year. And I know people don't want to feel bad for these guys because they're millionaires. And dude, rehabbing, honestly, it's not. It's, you're just hanging out. You're pretty much getting paid to hang out and try and get better and then hit on the bitches in the training room. Shout out, soccer girls. Yeah, we can end on that. I don't look. This is what happens when I get behind in the podcast, and I feel like I have to put one out. That's when I, I kind of start to fall a little bit. Like, all right. Plus, I was planning on having guests on yesterday, and then it fell through, and then tomorrow I got Drago. So, I'm not. I think this was still a pretty, pretty fucking good episode. Okay, so don't sit there and be like Blair. It seemed like you mailed that one in. I did not mail this one in. This is a good episode. I made some good points. And I talked a lot about how shit-talking just feels better. Okay? It just feels better to talk shit. So if you want to disagree with that, go ahead. Hey, go ahead. It's fine. All right, we did it. Run it back with Blair Bomber. I'm Blair Bomber. You're a fuckhead. Rate, review, subscribe. You guys know the rules. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave a mark. Get those five stars up. If you want t-shirts, the t-shirts are still going on sale. Got a new order coming in, so if you want one, hit me up, let me know. I got you. All right? Sound good? Guys in the back, we good? Cool. Everyone's good. Rate, review, subscribe, buy a t-shirt, hit me up on Instagram. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, but only if it's something that I care about. Also, hashtag fuck Rudy. We're out.